Hey there, I'm Grace. And I'm Amelia. And welcome to the Women Invest in Real Estate podcast, where we talk about getting started in real estate, scaling, and we give you the inside scoop about our day-to-days as full-time investors. Believe it or not, the hardest part of real estate investing is just getting started. We've all been there, not knowing the first step to finding a deal, the confusion about what strategy to use, the overwhelming feeling of looking through hundreds of listings and not even being sure what to think of them. But guess what? That's okay. We know how hard it can be to get started. We've been there, but trust us, it gets easier. And this is where your buy box comes in. Think about it like this. Your buy box answers the who, what, where, why, and how of your next deal. It's a roadmap to help you avoid shiny object syndrome, analysis paralysis, and all the other terrible real estate diseases. And the best part? A good buy box will get people to send you deals. If you're interested in creating a buy box that helps you close deals, check out the link in the show notes for our buy box bootcamp to jumpstart your path to financial freedom through real estate. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 55 of The Wire Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about four ways to generate deals with your buy box. We talked about what a buy box is back in episode 48. Now we're going to tell you how you can use your buy box to bring you deals to get people to send you deals to your inbox. Yes, we're such big proponents of having a buy box. And I love that we're going to dive deeper into actually utilizing your buy box in this episode. So first and foremost, the number one people I think that you should be giving your buy box to are realtors in your area or realtors in the community that you're looking to invest in. So number one step, send that buy box to realtors. Yeah. And if you think about it, I feel like sometimes when you say the word buy box, like people might think it's cheesy, but Amelia, I know you and I know very well that like the bigger an investor is, the more crystal clear they know what their buy box is. Like if you talk to a big syndicator, they will tell you they know exactly what they're looking for. So it's not cheesy. It's not dumb. Like this is very powerful. It's simple, but powerful. And the reason it works so well with realtors is you have to think about, we don't want to waste anybody's time. We don't want to waste our time. We don't want to waste the realtor's time. If they're going to be setting up an automatic search for you, which is typically what's going to happen, you're going to spend all day looking at all these emails that come into your inbox and it's going to take a ton of time. It's going to cause decision fatigue. It's going to overwhelm you. So that's why you got to make a buy box to narrow down what you're looking for so that only the stuff that's going to work comes into your inbox. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, realtors are going to appreciate this because they don't want to be wasting their time um, sending you deals that you're not even interested in. And okay, another question that we get a lot is how do you even find a realtor? And I think we Mm -hmm. should just Mm -hmm. like quickly touch on that. Or how do you find an investor friendly realtor specifically? One place is local investor meetups. Obviously, in my opinion, a lot of people that are investors also have their licenses. Like we don't, but like I know a lot of people that do. That's my realtor. Yeah. She's, I would say she is a straight 50% investor, 50% percent realtor. Like she straddles that line pretty hard. Yeah. So they know how to run the numbers. They know if a deal is a good deal or not. Usually they have a good sense for that. You can look on bigger pockets. They have investor friendly agents on their website, Facebook groups, just Mm. anywhere and everywhere. 
I feel like there's a, I always say this, there's a Facebook group for everything. Any issue you have, there's a Facebook group. (laughs) Asking around, word of mouth. And it's okay if you start with one realtor that works to get started and you end up finding an investor-friendly realtor who works better with you. Because that's what happened to me. And Amelia, I believe you don't use the same realtor you always started out with, correct? Yeah, I really am not. I'm not, what is the word I'm looking for? You're not shackled. Yeah, like I'm not shackled. I'm not loyal to one realtor, I guess. But I, the realtor that I use the most is, was actually the listing agent on the 11 plex that we purchased. Mm -hmm. And honestly, though, like a lot of times I'll just try to use the, whoever the listing agent and have them be a dual agent because it cuts out the middleman. Yep. But in this situation, you found one from a different deal and then you realized working with them, okay, they're smart. They're clearly know something about investment because they were listing an 11 unit and then you rolled with it. Yeah, exactly. And so getting back to like the buy box though, now, now he knows my buy box. He mm-hmm. sends me deals. He has an automatic search created for me and then he'll also like follow up with me whenever an automatic search goes in my inbox. He'll also send me a text or call me, which I hate phone calls. So I never answer. (laughs) They always text me afterwards like, hey, just wanted to make sure you saw that deal that like just came to your inbox. So yeah, he knows what I'm looking for and he sends me deals. And one other huge benefit to being close with a realtor is if they know that you are super, super set on buying, let's say, three bed, two baths, medium rehab needed, under 200K in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and they have a pocket listing, which is basically somebody in their brokerage is about to list something, they're going to think immediately of you. They don't have to ask because they know that's your buy box. They don't have to wonder. They're going to immediately send it your way. You're going to be at the top of their list. And then hopefully you can get a deal because it won't go on the market because that brokerage wants to keep both sides of the transaction in their in-house if they can. And it'll be quicker. No open houses, no all of that stuff. So you want your buy box is supposed to be like this little nagging thing in the back of people's head. That's (laughs) like, oh, that's Amelia's favorite thing. That's Amelia's favorite thing. Send it her way. Send it her way. But if you're all over the place, a realtor is going to get annoyed and tired, have no idea what you want. They're going to stop sending you things and you're going to get annoyed and tired and have no idea what you want. Yeah, that's a great point. And I think that's something we should talk about is that if your realtor is sending you deals that don't meet your buy box, it's really important to like follow up and reaffirm what your buy box is. Because again, this goes back to not wasting anyone's time. It's not wasting Mm -hmm. your time. It's not wasting their time. And it's totally like just fine to send that. Like it's not confrontational. It's just like, oh, hey, just a reminder, like this doesn't fit what I'm looking for. And then reaffirm like what you're actually looking for. In our Buy Box Bootcamp, I have a template of the exact email that I sent a realtor once. And like you said, it's reaffirming the current Buy Box, reminding everybody that we don't want to waste time on either end. And then number three is confirming that once I do find these, I can jump on it immediately. And like you said, a realtor is going to be excited to not waste time. Correct. Okay. Should we move on to number two? Yes. Wholesalers. Same same idea, wholesalers. If you're comfortable working with wholesalers, they also need to know your exact buy box. And a lot of wholesalers, if they're good at business, will kind of quote unquote onboard you by having you fill out a buy box because they work the same as realtors in the sense that they need to know who's going to buy and they want to know who's going to buy a deal when they lock it up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because for them specifically, like they don't have a lot of time necessarily Mm -hmm. to find an end buyer. 
So they already want to have like a list of probably three to five people mm-hmm. in their head. Short list. Yeah. That's like, okay, this house fits these people's criteria. And I know that they close deals. I know that they have money mm-hmm. to close this deal. And so they'll reach out to you first to try to get it sold ASAP. That reminds me of Anam. I was talking to her one time. Anam is our friend from Wire. She's a massive real estate investor in Dallas. And she was telling me how like 95% of her deals come from one wholesaler who knows exactly what she wants. Let's say it's B neighborhood under full rehab needed, three bed, two bath, whatever. I don't know. And I was just thinking, wow, that wholesaler has it made because they know exactly what deals Anam and her husband like to buy. And so when they find it, they already know essentially that if the numbers work, Anam and Amir are going to buy it. But on the other hand, Anam and Amir are going to get a great not messing around price because they've proved over and over again that they're going to close quickly, no questions asked, and they're going to both make each other a bunch of money. And the only way that that can happen is because Anam has a crystal clear buy box that has worked for her for the past five years. They buy the same deal over and over and over and over again. And that's why they can do it quickly, confidently and make a ton of money. Yeah. And one other really important piece just in general to your buy box and specifically like with wholesalers and realtors is that you have the funds to be able to close these deals. So Mm -hmm. that's why it's really important, I think, when you're creating your buy box to focus a lot on like your purchase price and how much you can afford and whether or not you're going to be financing it with 20% down through a commercial loan or whether you're going to be buying all cash. Like you really need to have that part hammered out. So that way when a deal comes along, you're able to jump on it quickly. Yes, because if you're working for a, with a wholesaler, you cannot go get 20% down and close with bank financing. That's not how wholesalers work. It's either got to be cash or hard money. So having that in your buy box is going to prevent bumps down the road. So you can be crystal clear with who you're working with exactly how the transaction is going to go in timeline. Did we say that? That's another thing wholesalers are going to want to know. How quick can you close? Because Mm -hmm. if it's eight weeks, they're not going to like that. But a realtor, if you tell them eight weeks, they're going to keep that in the back of their head and they're in a few weeks going to really start looking for you. So you Mm -hmm. need to be honest and upfront about what timeline you're looking at. And then if you're wondering, okay, how do I connect with wholesalers? My top two suggestions, very similar to realtors. Number one is local investor Facebook groups. That's where I see lots of wholesalers hanging out. And then number two is just word of mouth. Other investors that are purchasing, ask them for their wholesalers information, send the wholesaler an email. If they're a professional wholesaler, which is who you should want to be working with, Mm -hmm. they're going to have an email list that sends out deals. And you're probably not going to get priority right away. You're going to have to prove that you're an actual investor that closes on deals. But once you close on probably one or two deals, they're going to know that you're a serious investor Mm -hmm. and you're going to move up on their priority email list. I have wholesaled before, but I never bought from a wholesaler, I don't believe, until a few weeks ago. And I closed on a deal in like, I want to say it was like 12 days with a wholesaler. And I gave myself a little pat on the back because I was like, I know that I just moved up huge in her priority list. Her name's also Grace. Look at us, Grace's <laughs> running Cedar Rapids. Running the I'm world. <laughs> and I knew like when I told her exactly what I wanted, I closed. I didn't ask a bunch of questions. I did what I said I was going to do. I know now that any of those like deals are going to come straight my way and she's going to entertain my offers a lot more seriously. This next step that I should do is I really should should be 
updating my buy box. And I do have two different buy boxes. I have multifamily and single family and making and sending that to her because I filled out her buy box probably a year ago, but it's changed or her buyer's list with all the criteria, but it's changed. So I should really be getting an updated buy box to her so she can go hunt for deals for me. Absolutely. Okay, so that wraps up wholesalers. I think we should move on to number three, which is, I think, is one of my favorite ways to make my buy box work for me, which is social media. And this is so important because we don't even realize how many people are like silently Mm -hmm. watching us on social media and that have that little inkling in the back of their mind when they see your post. They remember in a couple months if a deal comes along and they're like, oh, I think that's something Amelia is looking for and then they send it your way. It's it's crazy. I've literally found deals on social media because of posting my buy box and or just sharing what I'm up to. Yeah. Do you want to go into an example of one of those? And I I think a distinction here is obviously you and I are super active on Instagram, but if you don't have Facebook and you're not using Facebook, like Amelia, I know you literally revived Facebook from the dead when we started doing Wire and now you've gotten deals from Facebook and I use Facebook heavily, but Facebook is going to be so important because those people are going to be more local to where you're looking. Yeah, Grace, you're way better at using Facebook than I am. But I'll talk about Instagram. So specifically from Instagram, I had a graphic designer create a graphic for me that had all of my buy box criteria. And we actually have a freebie that's going to be linked in the show notes. It's a free template for your own buy box and it's editable. It's a Canva template. So if you're interested in downloading that, go to our show notes. You can- And it's your buy box. Yeah. You put all your own information in there, put your picture on it. It's the template that we've used in the past. So definitely go check out that freebie. I had her create this graphic. I posted it on social media, on Instagram, in my local investor Facebook group and had probably like 10 to 15 people message me and bring me deals. I didn't end Mm. up closing on any of them, but I don't know. It was just crazy. It was like within 24 hours, I had like 10 to 15 deals off market and on market in my inbox waiting for me to look at. That's That's crazy. Like they came to your inbox because you made one post that said, here's what I'm looking for. And you went a little bit above and beyond by making that nice looking template. And Mm -hmm. then literally deals started coming straight to you. Yeah, it's wild. And like even just not even necessarily a buy box, but just sharing on social media in general can take you so far. We could go down a whole rabbit hole. Oh my gosh. Like my parents, neighbors, I just want to share this story. I don't know if I've shared it on the podcast, but I probably have. They follow me on Instagram and they were looking to sell their house. They reached out to see if I would be interested in purchasing it. And I said, no, I'm not. But I think I know somebody who is, aka my parents. And so (laughs) my parents ended up buying the house next to them and now they have it as a rental property and they love it because they can, you know, make it, they can keep it looking nice up to their standards. My mom has a bunch of flower pots out front that she waters every day. Like she has it all decorated, (laughs) which they don't care. I mean, it looks beautiful. So yeah, just share what you're looking for and what you're up to on social media. Mm -hmm. And a good example that I have that's also in Box Bootcamp for you to see if you're in that is before I even really started using the term Box or got really good at laying out my buy box. I went into a local Facebook group and I posted, I'm looking for a multifamily in Cedar Rapids, Iowa with value add preferred. That's not a very good buy box, but it was good enough to land me an eight unit deal in my inbox. 
and I closed on that. I signed the contract for that like two days later. On my way to Mexico, I was scared shitless. I didn't know how to buy an eight unit, but I knew that it worked. And that eight unit now is all midterm rentals. We did a perfect burger on it. It was a broker who saw that post on Facebook, emailed me, and then we got it under contract. And like I said, that wasn't even a very good buy box. It was just a couple of things, but it goes to show that you've got to get out there. You got to show people, tell people what you're looking for because everybody wants buyers. Realtors want buyers. Sellers want buyers. Wholesalers want buyers. And if you go and you tell everybody what you're looking for in a way that is like how manifestation happens. Like you're literally saying, this is what I'm looking for. Everybody bring it to me. And it happens. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It might might not happen perfectly the first time, but if you keep doing that consistently, you will build yourself a deal-making machine to bring deals to you. I think the science behind manifesting is crazy because I'm not a big woo-woo person, but I'm absolutely a science-based learner and believer. I love science and proving things, but like there's literally science behind manifestation. Like you're training your brain to say yes to opportunities that come to you. And by talking about it and posting about it and just putting it up on your wall, okay, this is the type of deal that I'm looking for. That way, when that deal comes to you, your brain is already ready to accept it and say yes to it. That's exactly what a buy box does. Yeah. It's literally priming you to gear up for the opportunity that you're looking for. And that's why it's so powerful and helping you snatch opportunities that work and easily confidently say no to things that don't like it makes it so crystal clear either direction and you're exactly right amelia like when you put it out into the world you're also priming other people to bring it your way and to look for you and to go be your walking talking deal finder the realtors the wholesalers the people who know you on social media your neighbors whoever it is like that's the whole point of this is you get the universe working for you and then they start to bring you deals. And it's crazy. The further you get into real estate, the further you'll see this like pay off. It's crazy how you and I get deals. Like people just know. People I right. don't even know send me deals. Absolutely. Or tell me. But yes, yeah. it's it's nuts. We could buy go box on baby. And on. Yeah. That's yeah. what it should be called. Buy box baby, not buy box boot. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Let's move on to our final one, which is local investor meetups or just local investors in general. Word of mouth. This is such an, in my opinion, underutilized place to talk about your buy box. And I feel like it's such a good starting point for you as a new investor. Like if you're nervous about going to a local investor meetup or whatever, if you have this buy box that you've created and you've done research on, I feel like it gives you a little bit of confidence to go Mm -hmm. into these meetups because you have something to talk about and or you've like researched the market enough that you can kind of be involved in the conversation. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. And how, how like badass I was just thinking, okay, I'm going home in a couple of weeks. I should really make sure I get to a few meetups and like print out some buy boxes. People would take you very serious if you showed up and you were handing that out, like almost like a business card and then they have it and they can take it home. Holy shit. Right. You know what I just thought of? Basically a business card buy box. Yeah. Like a, a business card that's, it's the size okay. of a business card. It's got all your info on one side and on the other side, it's got your buy box. It's got your buy box. Okay. That's honestly a new business. I know that. 
that's new business venture. Good idea. What the hell? I know it is a good idea. And again, like, just picture this: somebody walks in, you're you're talking about real estate, and and you ask them what they're looking for. They don't really know. Okay, if you don't really know, I'm not wasting my time talking to you, looking out for deals for you, or working with you. Like that is just not that that screams I'm not serious. Agreed. Okay, I want to share this story because I meant to make Virginia share this at the Charlotte retreat and then I forgot. So Grace, I don't know if you know this, but I was talking to Virginia, who was one of the women that attended the Charlotte retreat. And we were talking about word of mouth, basically, and telling everyone that you know that you invest in real estate or you want to invest in real estate. So Virginia had never bought a property before, but she knew that she wanted to. And she literally told her friend's dad, who was an investor, her friend's dad, one night, like, hey, I'm kind of looking to get into real estate investing. I'm thinking about house hacking, blah, blah, blah. And she said she was so nervous to talk about it with him. The next day he called her and goes, hey, I'm actually wanting to sell one of my duplexes. <laughs> Literally the next day, would you be interested in purchasing it? Like, I think it would be a good fit for your house hack, which is the duplex that she has now and is like working on renovating. Literally the first person she told about that she wanted That's to invest crazy. brought her a deal. And a like, great deal. <laughs> yes. That I'm she like, closed on. It doesn't matter if you haven't started yet. Start talking about it with people you know that you want to invest in real estate and hey, I'm I'm looking to house hack, I'm looking for a duplex or whatever it might be. You never know who's going to bring you a deal. That also brings up another really great point because when you first get started and you don't have any deals, it can be hard to get momentum and to get people to take you seriously because you don't have the track record. But one way you can come across as very serious and to tell everybody, hey, listen to me, is by having your crystal clear bio box with a timeline of not because how many people say I want to get into real estate? Probably 90% of people who I've ever talked to ever. When you say I'm looking to get into real estate with X, 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 and X in the next 45 days, that is like, okay, this person is going to make it happen. And that's how you can set yourself apart from all the other people who are looking to get into real estate. That's such a good point. And it's so funny because when I'm out in the community doing things, playing pickleball, golfing, and people say, oh, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, well, I'm a a full-time real estate investor. You know, I work for myself. Everyone almost always says, oh, I've I've always kind of wanted wanted to get into real estate. It's like, okay, but there's a big difference between somebody that ponders it for 15 years and somebody that actually takes steps to do it. Like everyone can do it, but it's whether or not you're actually going to put in effort to move forward with it. Amelia, Brant and I literally have a giggle about that every time we meet somebody new who asks us and we always like go back home and say, oh, they also wanted to do real estate. Imagine that as every other person who walks this earth wants to do real estate, but you're totally right. Like it's just funny. It is. So if you're serious about getting into investing, check out the Buy Box Bootcamp that we have in the show notes. It's full of tons of information, super affordable, just a great kickoff to taking real estate investing seriously. Absolutely. To wrap it up, three things that you should be doing when it comes to actually using your Buy Box is using it for yourself to say yes easily and to say no easily, sending it to other people to make them go get deals for you, and also circulating it online so that people who you don't even 
even know are understanding what you're looking for and going and looking for deals for you. So you got this. Go post, go tell people, even if you're new, it doesn't matter. When I was looking for my first rental property, I called a landlord and told him that I was an investor. I did not have a single property. I had one, my house hack, but just you got it. All right. Thanks for listening. Catch you in the next one. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you loved today's episode, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to check us out and join our community at womeninvestinrealestate.com and follow us on Instagram at wirewithtwoeyes.community.